it's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep your operation running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo, Maria in Miami, and Jules and Troy, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with high-quality supplies for every industry, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Big Thing. It's Monday, and Eternals, it came out. And this is for people who have seen the movie. We're doing a spoiler. Spoiler? We're doing a spoil. A spoiler-heavy review of the Eternals. Hence, that's why it says it on the thumbnail. Hence, that is why I have Koji Andrew with me. And I hope you are going to enjoy this episode. Spoiler-heavy review, conversation, talk, thoughts on the Eternals. It's a big thing. It's myself, Christian Harloff, and Koji Andrew coming at you. Let's do it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Big thing. Monday, November. Wow. It's November. Movie industry starting to starting to move. Get this movie coming out. Eternals. Get our non-spoiler for it. Let's find that on the channel. It's a heavy reminder that this is a spoiler-heavy review once again. And who better than this character? What's up, boy? You're the person I know that loved this as much as me, so I've been really looking forward to this today. The only person. Yeah, this is it. The two people on the internet. I've been so looking forward to this conversation because I've talked to a lot of people that are casually enjoying it and a lot of people that disliked it, but I have no one else that's like, go Team Eternals. Yeah, it's weird. You know, it's like one of those things where I just, I had a conversation, I think, and actually Ellis made a point that I don't necessarily disagree with, but I still didn't mind it. Mm -hmm. And his point was that there are a lot of times in this film that the same beat is kind of repeated, like when they're meaning in, as far as conversation goes of humanity, we got to save humanity, damned humanity, and they bring it up like a bunch sure. of different times. When he said it, I was like, you know, you you're right, that that is something, but I didn't mind it. I I felt, and he said a lot of the stuff. He said some of it seemed kind of rehashed. I felt it was just very fresh. I I, to me, I thought, yeah, someone said it's the Marvel formula, but bigger. I was like, this does not have the formula have the Marvel, at all. Like, there's not so. a single beat that feels familiar to me. Right. And what you're speaking to Mark saying, I feel like they're talking about that from different perspectives every time. Yeah. Of course you need to rehash a conversation if you've got a new perspective on it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I stand by what I said as far as it's beautifully shot. There's a lot to it. I don't think, I mean, I, I had not seen Dune before I saw this. I saw yeah. this one first. Now, as intricate, I'll say the word is, sure. as this movie is. Doing his intricate times a thousand, and in a great, and I say that in a wonderful way. Like if I, if you ask me what I like better, I like doing better. Mm. Um, that's not. And I gave them both like the same score, but I think that if you're like, I gave you a very hard question on Friday's episode of the, <laughs> of the rewatch where yeah. I said, would you take the Matrix or Spider Man? And um, if you asked me that question with Eternals and Dune, I would take Dune. I'd want to see a second one. Um, this is where I think there's enough going on in the MCU that if you took the Eternals out of it, wouldn't ruin it for me. Sure. But that being said, I enjoyed this movie more so than I have in a Marvel movie in quite some time because it was very different to me. It was very thinky or, you know, heady to yeah. me. Um, and I liked what they were doing. I will still say that I think that is Gemma Chan, right? Yep. I thought she had the least to do, even though she was the main character. And I wish I would have developed her more because mm -hmm. like she's just there in the beginning, like, you know, to establish she is an eternal. She's got the great 
relationship with Sprite, who I think has a lot to do. Yeah. Sprite's got a lot to do. Um, and then, obviously, the romantic relationship that she's having with both Kit Harrington and um, and the, both the Starks, which I yeah. thought was great. Um, and I Good liked, little stunt casting. It's fun. I also really liked how they played with that. I liked how they, Chloe Zhao did that when there's that first meeting between the two of them and our audience that we saw it audibly, like, carefully and I like laughed because yeah. it was like such a release of a sweet moment of the two of them kind of coming together meeting each other yeah yeah I I really liked that the film has 10 different perspectives and a lot of people were saying like you don't know how they got from A to B with those perspectives but I think that since you have this foundation of knowing and trusting each of their arcs by the time they explained how each of the 10 feel about their decision making yeah. towards humanity it all worked for me I think these are some of the most fleshed out characters in the MCU which is saying a lot because you're introducing 10 characters in the MCU you've got the amazing 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 dichotomy of Iron Man and Captain America in the uh, OG Avengers films that leads to Endgame where you've got uh, Captain America going from selfless to selfless selfish by choosing to finally stop fighting his fight and being his own man and right. dancing. You've got Iron Man that goes from a selfish character, literally making warfare to sacrificing himself. And then all in the middle, you've got Thor going on an existential crisis of who he is, what's a God, all those things that took eight movies minimum. It actually took 23, but it took eight minimum movies. This movie doesn't quite do that because it can't. But what it does do is it gives us 10 ensemble characters that all go through giant arcs that by the time you're making this extremely heady introspective decision, you know where they're coming from. You understand the perspective of gods. I don't understand why people don't like this movie. Yeah. Well, so there is a lot. What I, what I totally agree with you there is that I thought it was a, a feat to be able to, Take all of these characters and make, like each one of them now that we can talk about that we couldn't talk about non-spoiler, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah. so here's this character that if you asked me about the character, I thought they gave you enough. Like we were just talking about Amazing Spider-Man 2, right? And that, that you've, you've got Harry Osborn and you've got Electro, but there's just not enough time to develop the two of them. Yeah. This movie develops all of these characters in a, in a short amount of time. And I thought... The one thing is, and I and I said this in the non-spoiler. I told you afterwards. You 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 ruined part of the movie for me without me. Yeah, to ruin I did. <laughs> and I you, didn't know. I yeah. thought. I, I guessed. You had said at one point when you were watching, like I, I you know, I have a funny feeling they're going to make Icarus the bad guy here. He's going to be the one. And, and I, I was so right. And I was looking for it right away. And, and I, they didn't do that in the comics. They don't do it in the comics, right? And so he's like, it, they pretty much went like anti-Superman with him. Yeah, is what they is what they did. Like he's he's the Superman character. He's got all the Superman powers. He does. He, he's got. He's got. It, it, that's it's everything. Right? Yeah. But he's the one that's been working to make sure that the Eternals protect. He reminded me a little bit in the same vein of what um, the Peacemaker was in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Where he's got this mission. He believes in it. It's he's not doing it for evil causes. He's doing it because he believes in it. Yeah. And and so much so that he turned on um, on Selma Hayek in order to do so. And she's like that gate that was there was like a a, a moment of um i don't know the qui-gon or whatever it might be but there was a moment of pure disappointment yeah and where she's like oh i i i failed you yeah and, and was, that's what i loved is every one of those conversations a lot of people are like they just talk a lot i'm like yeah but they're giving you they're giving you a lot so much with these dialogue yeah. and you have you have these actors that are at the top of their game yeah everyone's performance in this i think are exceptional we talked a little bit about angelina jolie not oh, distracting she's so but she's in every scene riveting yeah. while not pulling you pulling focus so yeah. i love for me that we believe icarus's betrayal yeah. and i love how they land it with the metaphor of icarus i love that we've got these beautiful moments where you feel 
feel the betrayal from every character in a different way because Sprite loves him and because Gemma right. loves him and Gemma also loves, you know, our other Stark and we've got all these different things. But at the same time, the beating heart of the film is about whether or not humanity is worth saving. And at the end of the day, that's a question we, I personally ask all the time. Like I'm an optimist that doesn't like a lot of people in 2021. Right, right. So like, I love that the question this film asks isn't about a space portal or about these like gray minions like so many movies are in comic book space. This is about whether or not people as an entity are worthwhile. Right. And I don't know. Right. And I love that. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, it, they, they do bring that up for sure. The things that happen inside of this and in general, and the fact that this, what are they, this, I'm not going to, I don't, the, if you're finding this show for the first time and you want me to be the guy that knows all the names and everything, <laughs> you've come to the wrong show. That's why Koi is here. <laughs> the Sentinels, you. is that what the, the what? Celestials. Celestials. Thank you. Yep. The Celestials are the ones that this big kind of massive beings that are not necessarily good or bad. They just are. Yeah. And they just, you know, and, and here's this one that's been basically blowing up worlds from time after time after time. It's ha- it's happened many times over in def- different multiverses, right? Is that that's that's what I picked up? Basically, out of it? what they do is they create. So yeah. in order to create, they need fuel. And what I loved about this is in the trailer, they go, hey, why weren't you guys here for this war or for Thanos and all these things? And this is the biggest spoiler I can give. So please, if you've somehow lived through these spoilers, leave, yeah. see the movie. The thing they're saying is that we are fuel. We are the thing that yeah. allows this to exist. So because of the snap we depleted because of everyone coming back that was a surge of energy that allowed a a celestial to be born they need a catalyst all we are humans all we are is energy to these cosmic beings so the question you get to ask is are we selfishly as people more worthy of creation than potentially billions of other entities right. because without the celestial there will not have these other planets and the eternals feel that, and the eternals feel that we are because a lot they of selfishly do. have survived with us that, right. and that's what's interesting is these attachment. aren't necessarily good characters right well they have they could have chosen wrong they could have that's true and and that that it's funny because it just depends on, your, on it's like a certain point of view yeah. right because you look at like the character of Angelina Jolie uh, who is Thena, mm-hmm. and she, um, what, what's the thing called that, that she has that they think that she has, the sickness, whatever? Mind weave, mind, mind wear, mind wearing. Mind She's wear, got mind wearing, wear. yeah. So that's right when I went to the restroom. So right as I, <laughs> and I, and I said to Koi, I'm like, film me in, and he's giving me the mind weary thing, and I come back, and she's and she's kind of flipping out, and it's not, because she's bad. It's the opposite. It's that she's actually remembering. Yeah. And she's and, and that she's playing into this thing. She's going against the Eternals who are to a lot of people, especially the beings, the what's the what's the main ghost dogs that are running around the, the thing? The the main uh, the, the reason why oh, the deviants. The deviants. So the deviants are <laughs> ghost are, dogs. They look like ghost great. dogs. Right. So they look like Ghostbuster dogs. So <laughs> and they're running around the joint, which I thought they they developed pretty well too. I liked what they did with them because I was worried they were just gonna be like these mindless exact beasts. Exact same. Uh, in what in the comics? That they know that they grew them so they genius them, because right. they almost were the heroes too. Right. The deviants are kind of humans dealing with aliens. That's like right. they're dealing with something that's more evolved from them. Like if aliens invaded the planet tomorrow, they clearly got here somehow. We don't have interstellar travel, which means we're the dumb ones. Right. To me, I love that the deviants kind of represented how we would encounter aliens, these god creatures, right. and they're just trying to keep up. Deviants didn't do anything wrong. They're just trying to do their no, job. And, and that's and that was it's just a matter of who was lied to, what was there, what's the reason, it's the overall mission. Yeah. Right? And so that's that's what continues to happen throughout this entire thing and how time just moves. And then our boy, the Irish guy. I Druig man. This guy is fantastic. Barry Keown. I, I always remember Barry Keown from from Dunkirk is what where he stands out. And he's in other he's in some other things too, but that's the one that he stands out to me though. But he's so good in this movie because his character when he sees the mind weary thing happen, he's just like, No. 
Yeah. What do you what you know you gonna erase her memories? Yeah. Like, no, you're not gonna do that to her. And then and he's like, I could stop all of this fighting and nonsense. Like like I have the power to do that, and you're not letting me do it. Yeah. Like what like no. And you know, and his- you see the manipulation after you find out why. Yeah. You see why they need that that manipulation. Why you need these wars to keep going. Why the Celestials, which just adds more subtext to each and every character. Right. I also love that the character that controls others' minds is paradoxically the one that doesn't want her mind lost. Right. There's little choices like yeah. that where anyone could have said, "No, no, we got to save Angie," him. but it's him. And he also and he's and he has this relationship. With, who's the Flash in this one? The girl. Oh, the girl. That's one of the names I don't actually yeah, so know. Makari. Makari. Okay. She and so she's really. Um, like and she's another one. She's got this relationship with him. They set that up really well. Like yeah. in, in the olden times, and I love the flashbacks into the different Babylonian time. era. Yeah, and like it's like, beautiful. And, and how they're just kind of walking around doing their thing, and they keep it, and they <laughs> keep it quiet, and um, and they're able to, just, you know, and he, that whole scene where he's basically they start fighting, he manipulates them to stop fighting, and they said, "Don't get involved in that. Don't do it." There's some really like moments in there that stand out that show you a lot of who they are, and then you get the inventor. Yeah, Fastos. Oh, dude, I love that scene of Fastos when he's going, when he's like, I have this thing that they can do and bring it up now. And they're like, if you introduce this to them now, they're going to lose. They're not ready for this. He's like, fine, how about a plow? (laughs) I'm like, fine, yeah, give them the plow. So we see the evolution of mankind through a comedic joke that actually feels totally appropriate. Yes. It's like, I don't understand how this movie is rotten. I'm I'm, I'm so personally, this is my hill to die on 2021. I'm personally invested in this doing well. From critic wise, I don't know. I'm I'm curious how the audience is going to, this is going to land like a 40. I'm wondering how you think audience scores 40. You don't think they're going to like it as much. I was on that page. But I also think that you might get a buck the system because the you, a lot of times when the critics the, are the, this the rebellious, united, yeah, I could I hope because this isn't a movie to me. Like Halloween Kills should be at a two, yeah, it's at a thirty five or something. Yeah, I, I that is that is super high. These shouldn't be in the same conversation. No, as far as like thirty so percent away, forty now. This one, Eternals? this one's at sixty eight. A sixty eight. I'm saying the audience is going to be lower than the critics because critics I, have read. I, I like, don't think so. Really? No, I don't think so. I, I did before. Okay. I think it's the opposite now. I think I think audiences are going to like this. Movie I just don't know more. if audiences are going to be down for conversations because a lot of people complain about Loki. It, people think Loki's not good, and I think that's the best I thing wonder. Marvel's done on TV. That's why I'm wondering what this conversation is going to be like, even in the comments of this. Of this, or movie. even people because you're the first person I've talked to that loved it as much as I did. Yeah. I know people that have liked it, but no one except. And it's ironic because you and I saw it together, and we walked out like changing yeah. cinema, and now I've been like, oh no, no people. <laughs> no, I, 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 we were with Roka was behind us, right? And Roka saw it for a second time because he took it he took shannon and he just did did he hate it the first time he said he disliked it and then they came out like vitrolic he came out roca like he came out (laughs) he cut a promo he went yeah he went roca to outlaw like now he's outlaw against it oh see i maybe that's you know a lot of times people will when once it comes a little bit more common and stuff they see like there's more people on kind of yeah you get the energy from them for sure um whereas i talked to campy after and we had a great talk about how much he loved it and he 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 was yeah he was in between you and i like i think this for me is in my top 10 marvel and for him it was like in the 15 range and i feel like you're at like 12 13 i don't know yet i i i want to see it again okay i'll tell you like there's certain movies like i don't want to ever see again in the <laughs> I, I, if, you, if I never have to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2 ever again I'd be okay with it yeah you have a specific thing against that one it's, I remember I that coming up don't like that movie mm-hmm. um, 
but this movie I, I loved. I, yeah. did. I I thought her style worked really good for it. I loved the characters. Um, I liked the the ending scene when they have Icarus and they're they're all banding against him, yeah. right? And then you have and then you have like this whole and you feel it. You, you care about it. them hurting feel, about hurting him because he doesn't really. I mean, they have to all come together, even with him, yeah. in order to, to do it. He finally snaps out of it, you know. Yeah. And it's like and and he and he does, and that's so human. And it's great through gods we see humanity. Like how often are we just following rules? Like yeah. I I mean maybe it's because I'm a burner. Maybe it's because I like hallucinogens, but yeah. often I look at the world and I go like, how are we so in line with yes and to all of these horrible atrocities we do? Right. We so often commit these things like like one example on the way here, I looked at gas prices and I was like, oh, God. But at the end of the day, we're using the planet's blood to fuel our cars to do stuff we don't actually need to do. And it's insane to me that we're like, that's normal because of how long it's been going on. We're just the same as Icarus here. We're just following someone else's credo. Gas should be $20 a gallon. It's insane that we don't have things fixed by now. So to me, it's crazy that we're all looking at these characters and I understand each of their arcs. And then for people to say the movie is bloated, you couldn't cut anything from, from this I, film I don't think me. it's bloated at all. No, no, no. I would have loved I, another 30 minutes. Something that someone said, and I don't know who said it, um, that and, and it's it's the same old thing that I think people get tired of hearing me say, but um, I do feel like Dune, love Dune as a two-part movie. I, I, I'm, I'm all for having it as a series, but in, in where they're going with it, but yeah. that movie as it was, love it as a movie. Sure. I could have seen this as a series. Would have loved it. I would have loved I, it. I think the Eternals might have suffered from the same thing that many Saints of Newark suffered from. Mm. That there's so much going on, and I thought it was developed very well, Eternals, right? That they had some good characters in it. But I think that if you turn that two-hour and 40-minute movie into an eight-episode miniseries of the Eternals, yeah, I think you accomplish more, and I think you get more people on your side. Um, but again, we haven't seen what the audience says. Maybe the audience... Maybe the audience Feels like so, us. Man. Maybe we are. Maybe we represent the audience. Maybe we just two idiots that love the movie. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like tracking well opening weekend. I'm curious about the drop off, and yeah. I'm curious about the fan immediate reaction. I'm wondering because I still I remember after watching it going I, I it's like I was confused. I was definitely wrong. I thought well, this is the critics' movie, maybe not the audience's movie. Maybe it was wrong. Maybe it's there's either two things I'm wrong about. Either it's a the audience's movie, not the critics' movie, or it's just our movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe it's just you and I being like, I'm glad they made that for us. That's it. Thanks, Chloe. That's I appreciate it. That's this it. film. It's for us. It could be. Well, but 68% is still 68%. You know, yeah. it's like, it's still, it's not, it's not, it's not great. I think it'll land in the low 70s by the time at least 300 critics have seen it. So right yeah. now it's at like 150 or something. Yeah, so it's only people, half the critics. So normally, a lot of times I'm in the, I'm in the like majority of, of critics. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so in the opposite. Yeah. I'm so in the opposite. Like I, I, I really love this one. It's one of the more enjoyable Marvel movies. I wonder if my if my wife would like it. I feel like she would. I feel like she would like this one. I mean, it's long. We'd watch it over a couple. You know, we'd watch it over a couple of days. But I, I feel like she would. I really love the fact that I can't wait to have conversations about each dynamic. I yeah. can't wait to talk about Fastos now. and Thena. So one of the things I love most is the that we're we doing the show. That's why we're here, you guys. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. One of the things I love most is that every single supporting character is actually a leading character of their own yes. movie, and it yes. feels like it. Yeah. So hence you, why I think the series would have worked. I would have loved an episode yeah. of Macari. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to know Macari more. Yeah. But what I really love is that everyone's power suits their personality, but it doesn't feel like it's cheesy so like Druig is my favorite character in the movie Same. and his his manipulation of people feels so justified to his arrogance but his arrogance doesn't feel short-sighted because he's a literal god but as soon as he needs to be good he is then you've got fastos who uh creates he's a he's a he's a genius inventor so what does he do he creates a family 
So this yeah. man who's literally a god, what would his subconscious want to feel connected to create? Then you've got uh, Selma Hayek, who's connected to the celestials. She's someone that receives. She's someone that 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 births ideas. Yeah. She's our maternal one. She's the one that feels the most like Mother Nature. Right. Every single character. Those are three of ten. Uh, Athena. Who, who's Athena's guardian again? In Fastos. No, no, I mean, Fastos not, uh, sorry, Ik, uh, Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. So Gilgamesh Names to me is probably right there with me. My favorite characters are Druig. Mm-hmm. Um, Gilgamesh, and then Thena. Yeah, Those are my, like, which is so crazy because I would like because Mel not Johnny's in this, and that's like very much like he's, he's he's he serves the purpose of the Marvel character. Sure, he's the Marvel character, hundred percent. Um, he's the one that tells the jokes. I was very nervous that it was going to turn into Guardians two with everybody gets a joke. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Him and his buddy from the films worked for me sure thought it was funny thought it was definitely a marvel moment but i was like but it's a marvel movie yeah so it works it's not it, it wasn't it wasn't placed in the wrong way and i liked and i liked him also because what i really liked about his character he was all aboard and understood icarus's message yeah he just didn't fight he just didn't he just wasn't gonna fight with him exactly then, how many times did you like uh, fight he was he fight against them because he, he didn't want to turn right but he understood the message. And it made sense to make him our eyeline. We need to feel torn, so they give us the Marvel character that we're the most comfortable with. with we're we're yeah. going to be comfortable with the character that makes quips because that's what Marvel does. But he so also, they make him the one that's... Yeah, I mean, he also, it's it's so specific to, like, politics today. Yeah. <laughs> because if you're on whatever side you're on, and it's like, it's it's embedded that you're not allowed to agree with the other side's opinion on anything. Yeah, you can't agree with some of their message. You've got to be a hundred percent on anything. Yeah. So him, he's going. I I understand what he's saying. Yeah, I I get it. Um, I'm not gonna fight against you guys because we're family, but I share his politics. Is basically yeah. what he's saying, and I love that about that because he's just like, but you guys are my family. I'm not going to fight you. Right. I'm not gonna fight against you, but I ain't gonna do what you want to do and then you've got a character who feels wronged by humanity yeah. but still loves them in sprite who also right. loves the person that's doing the wrong so she's on board with and all he's doing wrong is following the orders that he's been for generations so she's going to do for him because she's following her heart exactly so there was i don't understand when people are saying there's not depth in it there's so and much there's more depth in this than most movies. so much like with the characters and everything about them like when you look at again with Drewy, but gilgamesh to me in that storyline with Thena is like i'm gonna protect her yeah and then he's the one that's got he's like Hear me out, you know, listen to me. Again, power subtext. He's the protector. He's the one that's yes. got defense. So he's going to defend his love. And I felt the most when he died. Yeah. When he died, I was like, I, I felt myself go, no. Yeah. Like, and I don't do that a lot in the movies. Because sure. I was like, I'm fine. Go. <laughs> this one, I'm like, no, he was good. It was good. And then her pain, because she's such a great actress, you know, yeah. and so the stuff that she did. We, we, you and I talked this last on our I think that we were talking so fast about it like we both said we think this is our best performance we forget about Girl Interrupted and there's a lot of other movies best modern performance best recent performance what she's done in the last couple of years I think for sure yeah Um, because this is uh, because it it is not easy for actors it's it's, and I don't say easy is the word but it is for really great actors and actresses that go into dramas and when they Tune into it. You can get that performance out. It is very hard to bring out solid performances in these big budget action movies. Yeah, it's getting a little better for people now because of the technology that they have. You look at like the, the void that they have it uh, for like Star Wars. Yeah, and you can actually to use the that set. thing, and like <laughs> that's helping. But like green screen and the day of green screen, it's hard for actors to you're do that. You're acting off so, the tennis ball. Like you're literally so, emoting off of this. Right. So 
when you that's that's more or less what we're saying for what what she's able to do and what she's able to bring to this role of Thena. Like I I understood her, I got her, and I love the relationship between the two of them. And I liked I love that Angelina Jolie took a back seat and that yeah. she didn't need to be. No, I need this to be the Angelina Jolie movie. Not once does it feel like an Angelina Jolie movie. And I think that had a lot to do with Chloe Zhao. Yeah, I was going to say, I also love that Chloe was able to balance this many different personalities and this many powers and make it feel plausible. I also love that she was able to incorporate her style in a way that didn't ever feel like the studio was like, no, it feels like a Chloe Zhao movie. It does. And I didn't love Nomadland. I love this. Like, this is making... Did you see the writer? I haven't yet, which is ironic because I have cousins in it. It's John. The leads are John Drows. Oh, okay. And there's no other genres in the, like on IMDb, there's three of us. Two of them are in that movie. I didn't know that. (laughs) But uh, I need to see her movie now because I'm actually glad I haven't seen it because I loved Eternal so much. It's making me want to revisit Nomadland, which doesn't often happen with a Marvel movie where I'm like, let me go see this director I don't enjoy. Right. Like I really am excited by the world she built here. I like that how she did it because it doesn't just feel like her movie though too. Sometimes, sometimes I get like we've talked about Sam Raimi or, or uh, Tim Burton. Yeah. When they just make a Tim Burton movie, when they just make a Sam Raimi movie, it takes away from the movie itself. I don't feel like that happened here. I feel like you. this is her style. Yeah. Like, she used her style, but she used her style to tell this movie inside, and she didn't just say, well, I'm making the movie the way I want to make this movie. Did you like Guardians 1? I did. Okay, so to me, that's the perfect example of James Gunn in a Marvel film. Yes. Because it still feels like the, the tone and pace of a Marvel movie, yes. but it's so James Gunn. And now, because of James Gunn and Taika, Infinity War is juicier for it. Well, we I'll use the Suicide Squad for James Gunn. Yeah. The Suicide Squad, to me, is the perfect... Like To me, I think that Guardians, is the first movie is great, but he still had the PG-13 handcuffs on him. Sure. Um, the... The Suicide Squad, to me, is one of James Gunn's best movies. I agree. Way better than any of the Guardians movies. Yeah. Because I'm only using Guardians because the piece of the puzzle of, I, of Avengers. I, I understand, but, yeah. I'm, but I'm just mean that from your example as far as the director on the style, right? Yeah. James Gunn's style and writing and humor and all of it plays in so well to the Suicide Squad because it tells the story all the way through and the people who are telling the jokes and the reason why, because there's a lot of jokes in that oh, movie, yeah. tons, but the jokes hit inside of the character in the tone that's always set up and it doesn't sound seem like the Oprah, you get a joke, you get a joke, right. you get a joke. It didn't seem like that, right? I agree. So that's why I think that worked for him. For this, for Chloe Zhao, like she like you those big sweeping long shots that she does in her movie. Like, yeah, you know that's her movie. But it's also because you're she's continuously telling the story. Like I didn't want to take my eyes off of this movie because it's gorgeous to look at. But the things that I think that didn't maybe play as well, I, I don't know how much I really bought uh, Gemma Chan and, and, and Icarus's relationship. That is my weakest link. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. I, I don't I, know if it's just I, actor chemistry. Or I bought her and, and Kit Harrington. In a second. I didn't, I didn't buy them or why she was in love with him as much. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the actors put up too many walls because it was yeah. supposed to be so long ago. They kept mentioning like, you know, thousands of years, right. but their relationship and every other dynamic was so tight knit, even though they hadn't seen each other. I'm like, I wanted a little bit more friction between the two of them. Yeah. And they just kind of get together because it almost is like, well, there's no, there's, there's really nobody else. We're the two leads, I guess. What are you doing? All right, come here. Yeah. And you know, because then it does play into that pain that Sprite has. It's like, why am I a kid? Yeah. Why can't I grow up? It's like, I, like, come on. And then she, like, her angle at the end when she wants to actually go out and become a, a kid. Yeah. Again, I thought that was great. I mean, I'm actually be a, a human. And I love Gemma when she was getting to be, I like her solo scenes. Like, I liked her at the school. I liked right, her when we're, right. and like, it was as soon as there was a dynamic where I was like, why is this a little distant? Why does this feel like it's over here? Right. Because I wanted her to feel like the family. Yeah, I think because they set only- it up with her where she was trying to hide this thing from him, from, from, 
what's who is Kit Harrington? You let's get into that Dane also. Whitman. Oh, dude, the Dane Whitman of it all. So I, so tell me so tell me because I my one of my biggest gripes until I asked you at the end and then the, the ending. <laughs> yeah. My big one of my biggest gripes was like, oh well, they kind of just downplayed him the whole movie because he's just sitting there. He's just a normal dude, yeah. Who does like he's just kind of waiting on the phone. Major thing to come. So that that's when that that criticism went away from me because I'm like, oh well, they're setting different things up for him. Yeah. So to explain to me. So Dane Whitman is a character named Black Knight, and basically his his sword is the anti Mjolnir. In comic books, to wield Mjolnir, you have to be worthy. Yes. In this world, the ebony blade makes you worse, so you need to be bad, and it makes you worse and worse. You make bad. He's a bad dude. He's a good dude that has to be bad to wield the power. So he's conflicted the whole time. It's a fascinating character. Yeah. Kind of like the symbiote. Yeah. You've got to be like Venom wants to eat brains. It's not a bad thing. He's trying to protect people, but you have these nefarious urges. So it's almost a psychosis where he's like, I'm drawn to this bad decision, but I'm a good it's guy. Like the ring. Exactly. Yeah. So the whole like post credit scene is we get to see the ebony blade kind of already affecting him negatively, but he wants to go save. He right. wants to do something good and selfless, but that's going to inspire him to make bad decisions. So on someone says something to him off camera, right? Is that blade? Yeah, it's blade. Is it? okay. I'm so excited. Okay. Like that was our first confirmed blade in the MCU. So he works with blade? Uh, not generally, but the tone of the comics fit it like blade pops up and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. What's tricky about blade is blade gets canceled constantly. Blade comics like start, stop in mid run. Yeah. So blades more of a like pop like, in can't character. Canceled, like yeah. Yeah. Not, they not, he didn't say on Twitter. Yeah. Not Yeah. He didn't mess up <laughs> blade. Maharshal Ali did not Vampires say aren't that bad. Hey, you can't <laughs> say that. No bro. Yeah. But Maharshal Ali gets the chance to really invent a cannon like Wesley Snipes did. Yeah. Wesley Snipes wasn't following a comic run. Really? That's why it felt like such a good movie. Yeah. With this, they can do that while putting it in Midnight Suns kind of characters like uh, Black Knight. Midnight Suns are um, like Daredevil type characters, Punisher, like antiheroes. Right. So, so, well, so wait. So there's that scene where Black Knight will call him then. So when he's going to have that, con- he's having that conversation with uh, uh, with Cersei, which is also hysterical. That's yeah, that, that the Starks are fighting over Cersei. <laughs> um, but there, he's having that conversation where he's like, "Well, I got something I got to tell you." Yeah. About my bloodline or whatever to it, right? So, so it's genetic. So basically yeah. that sword's been his family for generations. Okay. So since like the 1700s, that's been passed down and passed down, which is fun Game of Thrones in yeah. this too, because that's like a, it's like a genetic thing. So okay. his character, I think they're going to tie into the more cosmic guardians side of things, but they could also make him like a street level antihero. They could go either direction because like he's literally an all powerful knight that is he getting he his own movie. Sword, probably. I mean, awesome. you don't hire Kit Harrington to like. That's what you thought, right? But I mean, because I mean, it, it, it was it was crazy that, you know, he didn't. I, I When I saw it, I'm like, that's. I mean, he's a side character. They've been downplaying. You knew right away too. who he was. The okay. second, okay. as soon as they, I mean, as soon as they cast him, I knew. Yeah. But uh, as soon as they said Dane, I was like, oh, they're leaning all the way in because I was afraid he'd be like going by an alias because like the name Dane Whitman is is only the Black Knight. So they then, so basically, what they did there was they said comic book. People we'll will get understand, it. and then casual people will, will not, and they'll go over their head, and then they'll have to ask their friend. And then I, I'm right. sitting there as Wikipedia for you. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, so, all right. The second I saw him have that scene, and he said about the bloodline, I'm, oh, they're doing more with him. Yes. Because he's I, he's my favorite character from Game of Thrones. and he's, he's probably, the Black Knight character is a bigger character than any one Eternal okay. oh, in really? the comic books. So they're setting him up to be a giant character in the scope of things. How that so? Because the Black Knight is such a wild card because you never know if he's going to make he's a not good immortal. decision or a bad decision. But he's not immortal. But he shows up in more things because of that. You can't have the immortals playing in small affairs. The, right. the, the Eternals right. can't right. do much. So they can't do anything. They can they, only they can't do can't celestial shit. But do they stick by that rule now that they've gone against... Basically, everything with Eternals, I imagine, is going to be deep space from now on. Okay. Because they've made this decision, and I think that Black Knight's going to go hunt and help. But I think he can come back and mess with Avengers, whereas but, uh, Eternals can't. But couldn't the Celestial, that's what it is, the Celestial? Is that what yeah, Celestials. So couldn't the Celestial then just say, hey, 
you guys, you messed up my plan. And now, yeah. Totally. And just, and just take but that's out. what they have to defend now. Because in the comics, we have to fight Celestials all the time. In the comics, there's actual, you like, Celestial? you make deals with cosmic entities like the Living Tribunal. You make deals with time itself. See, you make deals is, with... This is a crazy thing. It gets heady, man. But, but this is the thing that I'm so curious on how this phase of Marvel... And maybe we're maybe we're seeing this with the critics, right? Maybe this could be maybe, the shift. Maybe you're losing people, yeah, like the multiverses and all that kind of stuff. And maybe that's why that's why I think that like the really I'm very curious to hear the comments on how how this plays. Like the really geeky people like us, we love Matrix and yeah. multiverses and stuff. There are other people that just like, yeah, just give me the, you know, this is the superhero. He does this. He does That's that. That's why you do four movies a year. You do one of these for us. You do three mainstream. You I know, but, but you still got to have good out. box office because you don't have a good box office. You can't you can't. But the do whole it. studio supports the indie choices, I think. That's why I think. It's like Pixar. But you also look at, this is why Loki, right, when they went without series. Yeah. Because, like, well, the multiverse could be a lot for people, and they did the series for it. did very well for them. So I think you play into those series. Oh, the TV side's going to be really wonky. Yeah, man. It's going to be a lot weirder than the TV and movie yeah. side. So I'm wondering how they're going to. So who's going to? Who's going to? Do you think that's another question, though, right? Because this movie, let's see how it does opening weekend. Yep. Because from what they're saying, as far as the critics go, if you're right and the audience doesn't like it either, and it doesn't do very well week two, and it turns out to be the let's say the biggest disappointment since. Well, Thor. What was what was Thor? Thor Dark World did pretty rough. Did, but I, how did it do? Opening wow. weekend was solid. It did solid, it right? Okay, but so Thor Dark uh, Ultron, I know, did well, but people don't love it as much. Um, what are the uh, and Hulk, right? Even yeah, I really like Hulk a lot. But those are the movies. They haven't really had a movie that has been very disappointing in a while, right? Um, in, in a long while. So if this one turns out to be, let's say, the most disappointing, not for you and I, sure, for everybody else. Do they make an Eternals too? I think Kevin Feige knows the way to keep every fan happy is to do a support, like the whole thing. I think a rising tide lifts all boats. So I think for every billion dollars an Avenger makes, you can take a little bit of a loss on Eternals. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I know they want to make money. I know it's a business. I know all those things, but I don't think it's going to be such a major loss that it prevents the other movies from supporting this type of thing existing. Because you can't tell these stories in an Avengers movie. You right. can't tell, you can't move your universe forward without these. So I think the cost of these movies at a loss is to allow bigger things in the future well if you want bigger things in your future then shave your balls <laughs> um, you, you you have to do it uh excellent pivot thank you this holiday season i am giving thanks to our friends over at manscaped now do i tell my extended family that i have the performance package 4.0 from the global leaders in the below the waist grooming not to mention it includes their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to tame the bush and score brownie points with the in-laws gift yourself manscaped or the man in your life who needs it? You got to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with 20% off and free shipping with the code BIGTHING by going to manscaped.com. It is not fun to hurt your nuts. You don't want to do that. You don't like it. It ruins your day. It's bullshit. So what you need to do is get one of these things. I've told you about it. I keep getting comments from people who thought, oh, you know what? I didn't... Uh, I didn't think that I'd like it, and I got it, and man, I can't, I can't go back. Yeah, should have been listening from the beginning, you humps. You think your holiday spread is good? It's time to give thanks to Manscaped. The Performance Package 4.0, or as I like to call it, it is the perfect package. Forget this, your package. Props to me. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker. 
chops your worst weeds up top in your nose and your ear. This nose and air. Nose and air. What kind of air? The air up there? Nope. Ear hair trimmers. Stupid ass. I'm talking to myself. Uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 30. I can't read today, but I know it. 360 degree rotary dual blade system. It's awesome. I love this. You, I have Manscaped. Oh, I love dude, it. Big the, fan. The, the nose clippers? Yeah. Don't mess around. As, as the 30s happen, they're needed. Oof. For the gifters out there, Manscaped is going to seal the deal with two free gifts from their in their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped boxers and shed travel bag. Gifting Manscaped is the ultimate hack to become the family favorite, especially if, you got, if you've got people who don't know, they don't listen to podcasts, they don't know about this show, and they haven't heard of Manscaped. Get it for them. They're going to go, I don't know if I need this. And they're going to go, the Manscaped thing you got me was great. I don't know if it was necessarily goofy. I mean, they might be goofy with excitement. Might be. Who knows? Thanks, Mickey. Uh, Manscaped has been busy and launched their refined body wash. This is this stuff I've been, I stay in the shower way too, too long. <laughs> Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BigThing at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code BigThing at Manscaped.com. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. So stop being a fucking asshole <laughs> and get Manscaped. That's how I end now. Every uh, every Manscaped ad because I did it once. It worked. I like it. It's so a good closer. Continue. It's a good closer. I, I think so. Also, the bag itself is like one of my favorite things. The the, so. the travel bag. Like I use it for everything. I didn't know how much I needed a travel yeah. bag, and then Manscaped, Manscaped. joke. Thanks, Tell Manscaped. Manscaped, if, if Icarus was shaving his balls, he wouldn't have lost uh, Gemma Chan. That's but he, true. But he, but he, there would have been more friction there. Yeah, and that guy's been around too long. He's probably got a, a bushel down there. Ugh, um, what are you doing, Scottman? There's a, lot, there's a lot going on in this movie, man. And it's oh, and the music. Stunning. Oh, so good. Like there's, there's, I, that, that music, I wanna, I'm looking forward for when it finally, I think it's out now. I got to check. I got to get it. Um, because the music works. Same composer for Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um but I like that feel, like that epic kind of sword and sandals feel. There's great fights that they have, you know, in, in the village. and, and Throughout. Like, throughout. there's a great first act, second, third yeah. act fight. And yeah. the third act fight is the most Marvel one, which was really funny for me because I'm a devout Marvel guy. And I found myself in the Marvel fight being like, I kind of want to talk some more. Like, I yeah. was enjoying the depth of conversation so much that I knew why they needed the the, the fight they did. But the stakes were so beautifully well rendered. I wanted to like decide morality more. Yeah. Like I was so invested in the morality of mortality. That's what I liked about it also, you know, and then I, and I did. And even with like, so the thing with Thanos is that when like you don't, you shouldn't agree with what he wants to do. But sometimes you get it, but you believe in why, why he believes it. Sure. That's the thing is that you believe in him. Is he, is he a bad dude? Yeah, he is. Right. But he's, he's bad because he's convinced himself that he's helping while he's while he's mass decimated. murdering people, yeah. Icarus is different, even though he's you know he's definitely not he's definitely not helping. But I don't believe he's got an evil purpose. No, right? He's just doing it. He's just a loyal soldier who's supposed to be doing his and job. And arguably, he's the one that would have helped billions of other lives. Right. Arguably, Icarus is a hero and, and he feel, to any other, to other planet. To any other planet, he, we're the problem. Right. He feels that way. Right. So that's that's a confliction of of, of it all, and, and the way that they work. Because it's also pretty heartbreaking that I found myself saying, "Well, there's a great." moment between um fastos and and icarus when they're at his house and he's like ah this isn't even real and he breaks yeah. the thing but there's like a sweet moment with them they they're, they're friends yeah they know each other they're family they're family the whole thing all 10 of them feel like family family and the fact that they got to fight each other like legit fight each other and they know that this ain't gonna be easy yeah to do and then 
remind me of them because I, I by the time I we recorded this, I had I had probably haven't seen the movie in like three weeks or been like a month. About almost. yeah, about a month. So Icarus winds up helping. Yep. And ultimately, why they're all able to work together because otherwise it. He was the last piece of the family. That yeah, because she goes because yeah. she gets stabbed by Sprite. Yeah, which she's pretty forgiving about at the end of the movie. She's, yeah, yeah, you know what? It's cool. You, you know, you want to be human. All right. Here's here's some powers. Here's some powers. It's like, uh, yeah, you know, the, the, there's, there's a couple. I'm not going to tell you this movie. It wraps pretty quick. I'm not gonna, it, it wraps quick. That I was a it. moment I struggled with. Hey, we're at 240. Wrap it up. All right. She's a kid now. You've blown the light by 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so th- that that's when that, the, like I said, this movie's not perfect. There's there's definitely, like, you know, even at the end of it, even when they're all fighting together, they seem to band together pretty quick. That's what I mean. And I would have loved another 20 minutes. Yeah. I'd say five in the fight. Two as a denouement, and about ten more of like Makari and Gilgamesh. Like a yeah. few more characters, I would yeah. have liked to zhuzh up. Me too. Um, but you don't get that. Uh, but you do, you know, because there was still. I I was a little unclear even what their plan was. Right at the end. Yeah, how they're going to take it out. Yeah, like, I, some of that I took as they were too. Yeah, but I don't know if that was me giving it too much grace. I think you might have been, and I very because I've only seen it the once. I does, think I might have been like, I get it. They're yeah, confused because it did seem like they were like like there was here. Oh, they, they all came here. All these great minds because Fasto should have come up with some kind of plan. And same thing with uh with with our I could, who said his name. Druid. Yeah, figured his his plan, and then they, they then the Flash thinks he's dead. Yeah, he's not. He's just walking away. He's on the other side of the beach. Right. There's no. There was no. There was nothing there. Yeah. It was like, oh, why does she think he's dead? We know he's not dead. We see him. We see him. Look at him. So like, he said, oh, wait, don't worry, she'll be all right in a second because we know because there's no. Normally they they set you up. They, like, we they think hide he's dead that too. character. Yeah, they were like, yeah, yeah we know he's. We you'll know you'll he's see not him in a second. He's over the other dude. He'd be all right. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's good. Um. So I thought that the end was a bit messy. Yeah. Um, the third act is my least yeah. favorite, which is interesting because that's usually my favorite for this type of film. Uh, like the big epics, I usually love the third act. Right. The second second act is my favorite act and that's I don't think I've ever said that about a blockbuster film because that's when you have the conflict have a lot of debate instead of stupid fighting like I love the second act of this film it's it's good um, also, the Celestials, the first time you see a Celestial oh, they're on screen, devastating. the like, moment yeah. you have that like sound design go whoa, 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 and you feel yeah. like you're in space with them, there's yeah. that like, I fully leaned back and made like a sound. Like, and I, I it, felt like I was in that. Yeah, I liked it too. I liked the way that they set that up because it's pretty, it's, it's crazy because you're like, I wonder if they're really out there. Um, I'll tell you what, Icarus though, that guy, he is in shape. <laughs> and I bet you he uses FitBot. Richard Madden. There uh, he is, Richard, fit bodding along. Richard Madden has been working out a lot. I mean, well, actually, um, there's, they're all they're all jacked up in this movie. They're comic characters. Yes, but they don't repeat the same exercises because if you did, it, you lose sight of your progress and it just kill their motivation. So they don't do that. The Eternals don't do that. They don't get stuck doing the same workouts. They make progress towards the future. And it ha- yeah, in order to do that, you got to overcome new challenges. That's why everybody has FitBot. And FitBot creates a fitness program that continually adapts with new exercises and dynamic intensity that adjusts to how you're progressing. So you'll be challenged to meet your goals at your own pace. I showed up at the Eternals thing and I saw Campia and R&B and they were like, hey, you look, you look fit. It's like funny you say that. Because perfection, everybody, it's an illusion. But there is a higher level to strive for that looks different for everyone, especially when it comes to fitness. There's no perfect body that everyone can achieve, but what you can do is continually become a better version of yourself. No workout is one size fits all. And what FitBot does is it creates a fitness program that continually adapts to you 
So you stay challenged with new exercise, pacing, and intensity based on where you are and what, where you want to be. Uh, I love it because what you can do, and Corey, I told you about this last time you were on, but you can pick workouts that are tailored to your own equipment and your goals. The, the app itself has clear, easy-to-follow instructions. It can balance your muscle group so when you're fully recovered, you're just ready for the next workout. There's a lot of benefits to it. I can tell you, you feel stronger, feel faster, just to the personalized training when, they, when it learns you. Because I can get very bored of workouts within a week or two. FitBod keeps things really fresh. FitBods help me work out every muscle group without overworking any of them. Now, here's what FitBod understands. They understand that the path to achieving your best looks, it's, it's different for everybody. With the FitBod workouts, they're balanced. And they're balanced to, over, to avoid overworking muscles with varied exercises to keep you sharp. If you don't have any equipment, don't worry about it. FitBot has body weight routines for those looking to get fit at home or on the go. It's very easy to use, and it even has HD video tutorials to make learning new exercises. It's a breeze. It integrates with other fitnesses and health apps like Apple Health, Fitbit, and Strava. Personalized training, is, it's tough on a budget. It is. But FitBot, it's only $9.99 a month. It's like fifty nine ninety nine a year. Sign up now and you'll get 25% off your membership. Pick up the pace on your fitness journey with FitBod today and your future self will thank you. Get 20, 25% off of your membership at fitbod.me slash SEN live. That's 25% off at fitbod.me slash SEN live. All right. So, yeah, man, you got to, you got to, you, you're, you're an, you're a, health guy I'm a gym dude You're and, gym and muscle confusion is key uh yeah. we talk about like plateauing sometimes your body adjusts to even if you're not bored with workout sometimes your body is so right. you live and realize which things are overworking and it's a better like well-rounded approach it is so you just checked it out fit by love we've just been with them for a little bit and it's uh it's been fantastic for me should be fantastic for you um you're curious at this movie man how it's going to play. I I mean, the we haven't talked post-credit scene, the second Just, one. Wait, what was, the, second? The, first what was the first one? First one was the Black Knight. Second one was the second one. Wait, was that the... F- it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The other one we haven't talked oh, about. Oh, right. Which is <laughs> ama- which is ama- right, okay. This one, this is the one everyone was talking about. Yeah. And to me, all I knew was, like, is that Harry Styles? That's, <laughs> that's all I... Like, you're like, oh, that's Thanos' brother. I'm like, they're not even... Pur- he's not purple. Yeah, so it's... So it's explain all of this to So me. Eros is Thanos' brother okay. who is a very self-serving uh, malicious character that often is like puckish, yeah. which is ironic because he's with Pip the Troll, who's modeled after Puck. Uh, so so you have a character that basically... Puck from MTV? Uh, Puck from like Shakespeare. Oh, okay. Like the Shakespearean concept, but also MTV. Yeah. Uh, so you've got a character who basically serves his own goals, will literally throw anyone under the bus, and he's a deviant in that way, but he's also a very pow- powerful cosmic entity. But instead of Thanos, who literally looks monstrous, he's got this like debonair charm. Like I would have so, cast... he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Oh, okay. I would have cast Leo as him in the 90s. That kind of like Lothario, like, and Harry Styles is perfect. Harry obviously. Styles looks good in this. Harry Styles is perfect. Like yes. I'm just saying like that archetype. Right, so, so he shows up to the Eternals. Is that what happens? Yeah. I, what's, what's, remind me of 
the scene because I all I remember is him and the troll. So they're in up. the ship, yeah. and you see the troll first. Right. Pip the troll walks right. up, Patton Oswald killing it. It is Patton Oswald. And uh, right. he walks up, and he's basically saying, your greatness, blah, 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 and he's pimping out Eros, who's about to walk up. And then Eros is like, well, if you guys are going to go try to save them, you need my help. So we're going to find out in whatever that is, like what that cost is, right. how he's trying to trick okay. them. He wants ultimate power. He might be on the team Celestial, or there's something he gets out of killing a Celestial. He's so self-serving. He's like the worst prince. So how are him and Thanos brothers so i think they have one different parent like either a mom Why or a dad purple because that's the different parent so i don't remember which one it is but he's not purple in the comics either he's super handsome and he's got the same creator actually pip the troll thanos and eros are all jim starling characters so they were all created by the same dude uh so his real parents are the same uh so but he's a very anticipated character huge well okay. to us to well, like to comic book yeah, yeah yeah to, right. to my people that's what i mean but like but deep cut like this isn't yeah. something even people that read comics in the 90s would know this is a 70s 80s cosmic thing interesting like he hasn't been around he hasn't been utilized that much in the last 20 years donnie so cates uses it, him a lot yeah but. so they set up thanos in the first avengers yeah he's there for like a split second they still so at that point i don't think they knew what they wanted it wasn't to do brolin it was my buddy damien it was it okay yeah well, they didn't even well they didn't even know what they wanted to do with him at that point they just yeah. knew that he wanted to introduce him right um, they didn't have the whole. I, I think that eventually they had the idea of Infinity War or whatever too, but they didn't know how they were going to get there. I don't think they got there to like Phase Two. Right. I think they were like, "Oh, right, we got this." Is this the same thing? I think this time they think further ahead. Yeah. I think back then they used to have a five-year plan. I think now right. they have a ten to fifteen. I think there's too many moving parts to only go like huh, now because right. people like right. people saw Thanos and five percent of people got excited five percent of people might get excited for arrows but now those people are going to google and it's going to become 20 right like now there's more anticipation inherently so you're not going to only appeal to this you're gonna have the people that discover him through this appearance and you're gonna have harry styles fans so yeah, i think he's he's a good actor this kid dude he's, he's also good like so talented like yeah. his music is great i've been i've been fucking with harry styles independent shit yeah. i just found out he was one direction last week okay. i didn't know i it was the first time i felt like an old he's, man he's, he's where really, I was like, there's a boy band i didn't no, know about. he's really good i'm i'm a i'm a fan yeah i'm um, a big fan and i think he was really he's this i just was i didn't know who he was you yeah know, when you told because you were you were geeking out yeah i was so excited and i'm like i'm like what, what's <laughs> why are like, you excited i'm like you know what tell me afterwards yeah yeah what uh, are the credits yeah i'm like because not telling you shouldn't be ex- excited i was just like i don't i don't know what this is sure um but it was set up fine and it's it's set up like it's going to be it's going to mean a lot but i also wonder again what I'm so curious for the people that are watching this. Please be as active as you ever have. You've never written a comment in your life in in watching any of these videos or anything. Write your thoughts on this film. I got to know what the people think. I want to know. I want to. I'm so curious to see if people thought it was too wordy. If they wish that there was a little bit more action. If the action worked. If they did see like all the the moments that we're talking about. They didn't connect to it the same way. I you are you are gonna the way that we are established this right now is you feel at the moment and I've changed my opinion from from originally but you feel critics didn't really get it too much hence the sixty eight percent you feel audiences are also it's gonna be lower I thought originally walking out of the theater this would be the first Marvel movie of the modern era in the like seventy five to seventy eight range yeah. and then I thought audiences would give it fifty to sixty now that critics are at 60 i'm dropping my audience down to 40 to 50 like i'm, I'm keeping that 20 percent proportion i think it's going to be rough i think that it's the audience score is going to be higher i hope so um it deserves higher i in think both i think so but we'll we'll find out we'll find out but ladies and gentlemen um before we get going i got one more thing to tell you about today and that is shutter and if you didn't know about shutter you should because listen what is better on a chilly night and curling up in front of the TV for a great scary movie. 
Nobody has a better collection of horror, thriller, and the supernatural than Shudder. It's the best streaming service for horror films. Shudder is the exclusive home for found footage, whether it is the, the found footage hit VHS 94 or the Shudder original. And do you know, if you binge the last season of uh, Creep Show, a lot of people did. I know Bibiani did, other people did. And there's a lot of it. There's this, also they have Slasher, which is those are both just exclusive on Shudder. You can catch new episodes of the drag competition show, the Boulay Brothers Dragula, and new docuseries Behind the Monsters, which is their origins and pop culture dominance of your favorite modern movie monsters. There's new exclusive this month, including Nicolas Cage. Uh, there's lots of it. There are Creep Show, Season 3, Elvira's 40th anniversary, very scary, very special, special. Here's what you can get with Shudder, which we've been talking about it with you guys. You can stream great thrillers, horrors, and suspense for $5.99 a month or $56.99 a year. Shudder has the largest, fastest-growing, curated selection of thrilling and dangerous entertainment. It is the Netflix of horror. I remember when back in the day that both uh, Bibiani and Clark Wolf would tell me about this all the time. They would rave about Shudder, and they still do. There are new supernatural terrors, edge of your seat thrillers, and shocking horrors added every week. You can stream The Unexpected on all your favorite devices, iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, Xbox One, Amazon Free TV, Google Chromecast, Roku, Android devices. So much stuff for you to check out. You'll have unlimited access to stream ad-free on all your favorite devices. So there's the Creepshow one was the one for me. I loved creep shows, kid. Loved to see it kind of back rotating. It's uh, it's great. It's it's a lot of fun, and and it's so cheap, so cheap. Shutter dot com, do it. Get started. Do it. Stream the best horror, thriller, and supernatural content. So much great stuff. Uh, go to Shutter. You want Shutter free? Thirty days. Go to Shutter dot com. Use that promo code Big Thing. S H U D D E R. Do it. You got to go check out Shutter. You'll thank me for it. All right, Coy, we did it. We did it. We did it again. I feel like three to four weeks ago, whenever we saw it, I have only liked this movie more. Me too. Time to I want to see it again. Yeah, I'm really excited for round two. I, I don't try feel to, that every time. I want to try to watch this in Dune back to back. Dude, I watched it. I saw this on Monday and Dune want, on Tuesday. You, said you did that. I want to do. I'm talking I, same about day, same day. Seven day, hours. Right afterwards and just lock the door or, and let anybody in. I so I had a really interesting thing where I was watching Dune and I was and so I was watching Internals. I was like, I've never seen anything like this in modern cinema. Yeah. And then I watched Dune. And I was like, I've only seen one thing like this <laughs> in modern, modern cinema. cinema. And now yeah, I similar. want yeah, they're it's just the feel. And I want to talk yeah. with people about what worked and what didn't with either because there's going to be things people don't like about Dune. They might like an Internals. It's the filmmaking. This is the, you put a different director on this, and I don't think you feel the same way. Right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, go check it out. Please, please be active in the comments. And if you did not know already, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, it is so important that's why we have the great sponsors that we have today is because you guys have been downloading the podcast you have been rating it follow us on spotify wherever podcasts are found you guys are the best thank you for joining us thank you to Corey jandrew check us out on wednesday we're just gonna be really good i got Corey coleman coming on from double toasted that's gonna be a fun show all right guys thank you for joining us peace
you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.